everybody, this is Joshua Hatton with One Nation Under Whiskey Podcast. I'm joined today and as always with my good friend, my business partner, Mr. Jason Johnston Yellen. Now, while Jason is in this episode itself, he's not with me doing, excuse me, doing this introduction uh, because he wasn't available. However, Jason and I recorded a session with the good Matt Hoffman and Steve Hawley of Westland Distillery. And as regular listeners may know, um, every year Westland releases a special April Fool's whiskey. And this year is no different from the previous years. And there's a bit of a tradition now. This is our third Westland April Fool's whiskey dedicated episode and we we feel honored that the the good folks at Westland reached out to us to ask if we wanted to carry on the tradition and focus on what is that this year's um, release and so yeah we were happy to do it and and it was just a joy talking with both Matt and Steve um, everybody called in remotely you may hear that the Sound quality on some tracks are better than sound quality on other tracks, but overall, I think it was pretty, pretty good. Um, anyway, uh, listen in. This is perhaps one of the more exciting Westland uh, special releases to come out in some time. Uh, I shouldn't say that. They all of their special releases are are quite delicious, uh, but. Then again, I'm a, a total Westland fanboy and uh, very biased at that. So anyway, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Matt, for the conversation, for the good times, for the laughter. Listeners, we hope you enjoy this very special edition of April Fool's Westland Style. In the age of celebrities and the spirits that celebrate them, there is a new star rising. Celebrious. You're a star. Your style is incredible. incredible. You look fantastic. Glamour just got a brand new face. Yours. This is the whiskey that celebrates you. Celebrious. Own it. All right, so so gentlemen, uh, Jason and I have gathered you here uh, on these recording devices, all, all four of them, to discuss a package that you sent to each one of us that consisted of what seemed to be a makeup bag, a sample of whiskey in a very shiny bottle with a with a metallic almost mirror-like label, a compact that, you know, usually, and I've seen women use compacts before, it has a mirror and then that little pad, you know, for the makeup, but this has two mirrors on it. And, uh, and then right. also- you've like, seen women, Joshua, sure. I've, I've seen women. I've heard tell. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're so pro-binary. I never expected that of you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you haven't just seen people using compacts? <sighs> Jason. 
Yes, I have. And then there seems to be a back. There seems to be a backstage pass. Are we invited to something? Joshua, Jason, you've just received an invitation to yourself and everything that is wonderful in the lives of Joshua and Jason, because you are celebrities. Thank you. I greatly like appreciate that. Just like I am, we're all celebrities. We all deserve our own whiskey. This is this is my invitation and VIP pass to everything awesome. And I've to hashtag own it. Amongst many other things. How does one own it? Well, you own it in your own way. You're the celebrity. Nobody sets the rules but you. Oh boy, this sounds like far too much pressure for a young man like me. Just by behaving, you own it. Whatever you do is owning it. Because you are a celebrity. Just by behaving. Uh. <laughs> Look, Jason, there is, there is pressure, no doubt. The, the spotlight is hot, but so are you, right? Am I right? <laughs> it's, it's, the, the trouble for me cool is, you, down. Uh, you know, when, when you grow up in Scotland, you, you don't believe that you're, that you're any of these things, Steve. This, this seems to be an American celebration of... You have to believe it. Oh, gosh. Well... Okay. I, 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 I will know. do my Jason best. Con- doesn't, isn't Conor McGregor uh, a celebrity with his own whiskey? And, and he's he's not from America. He's from uh, Irish land or or Scotland. Yeah. Well, he's close. The, the to Irish you. have always done it slightly different. Jason, you're oh, he, they're their own people, Joshua. You're every bit as much a celebrity as he is, and you deserve your own whiskey. Oh, thank you. Thank, I am. I'm going to celebrate myself this day. Absolutely. Thank now you. Now you're getting in the spirit. I'm and I'm also using my crib sheet here with my hashtags. I am feeling hashtag no regrets. Yes, I, right. I, believe, I believe you just say that. No regrets. Oh, really? I, I don't. I don't get to walk up to people in the street and say I am feeling hashtag no regrets. Well, hey, you're the celebrity <laughs> here. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. How, how will how will people be able to follow what we're saying if we don't hashtag it before we say it? That's a great point. See, Joshua, you know how the celebrity game works already. He, it's he like second. It. It's second nature to you, isn't it? It. Is, I'd say it's first nature. <laughs> it is. That, that's the joy of being born in Connecticut. You're used to walking down the street, people looking at you and gawking, right? <laughs> yeah. Walk down the streets, I get the funniest looks from everyone I meet. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. The only thing you've been missing until today, the only thing you've been missing is, is your own whiskey, and now you've got it. Now everybody can have what you have. Wow. <laughs> I almost feel bad for people having everything that Joshua has. <laughs> That's a dangerous proposition. So, so what was so, the inspiration uh, yeah. behind Celebrius from from the good people at Westland Distillery? Well, it's it's really very simple. The uh, celebrity whiskey game is hot right now. Um, we had not put an entrance in, but what we understood is that celebrity is universal and it exists within everyone. And what we found was that, you know, who is, who is the arbiter of celebrity? Who decides who gets the celebrity whiskey or not? And mm. to us, the core thinking here is that celebrious is a, is a state of mind. It's a, it's a way of being. And everybody deserves to celebrate their own celebrity. So we wanted to create a, a whiskey that democratized celebrity whiskey, and we think we've done it. Is that hashtag democratized? 
You'll get it, Jason. You'll get it. Just give it some time. <laughs> again, if, yeah, if, if, be if patient with him, guys. If that's what you want it to be, Jason, again, you're the celebrity. It's an easy out, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're so kind to me, Matt Hoffman. I greatly appreciate your kindness. Thank you. <laughs> so with Celebrius, we've, we've made it easy for everybody to have their own bottle of whiskey. The, uh, the full-size bottle uh, has... Uh, a mirror on the back of it so you can literally see your face in, in your own bottle of whiskey that's amazing as i'm thinking about this you know i i, I think back over the, over the past two years you've had various celebrities releasing whiskeys or people releasing them to be sort of the alcoholic face of celebrity x and what you're saying with celebrious is the that alcoholic face? <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder li- who's taking that. Yeah, one. The, li- the listeners might not know that we're doing this over video conference. So now I'm asking each of you to give us your alcoholic face. <laughs> Is that like my old face? <laughs> oh no! Oh, how quickly it devolves. Hey, oh. y- you open the door. I just happen to walk through it. So, so, so my, my question is, what you're saying with celebrities is one doesn't need to wait to be a celebrity to get their own whiskey because everybody is a celebrity. Yeah, I think even Amen. more than that, it's nobody needs to wait to be a celebrity because they, they already are a celebrity. Everybody is a celebrity right now. To somebody. You know, who's to say who's a celebrity and who's not? I think you guys are celebrities, clearly. I talk about you all the time. <laughs> Wishing I could be you. Mostly to police officers. <laughs> <laughs> could you make sure they stop coming by the distillery, please? Okay, a couple of how real be, celebrities. How can I be more like Joshua? That's what I tell my friends all the time. <laughs> You're an inspiration, I'm a guiding light. Dilemmas. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things I was wondering... Um, before we sent you those those uh, gift packs and uh, the little homework assignment I gave you is, as celebrities, I'm curious to know what your writers are. Yes. Oh, that's good. I imagine they're quite inventive and, and quite uh, unreachable. Mine is unbridled. Mine is Matt Hoffman and Steve Hawley with bottles oh. of Celebrius everywhere I go. That's that, that would make me incredibly happy. That's high living right there. That is that is something special. I've I've put I've put a great deal of thought into mine. <laughs> and but is that to suggest for, I have it? Well that's foolish. <laughs> <laughs> my my question for you is have the four of you seen the movie uh, The Beastmaster? Who are the four of us? Oh, sorry, the three Together? Of sorry, I'm included. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have, you seen, <laughs> have you seen the movie Beastmaster? Can't say that I have. I'm, I'm sorry to say I haven't. Is this like a Dungeons and Dragons thing? No, it was a it was a, a movie in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, you know, set in some medieval world, and the main character had two ferrets with him at all time that would do his bidding. <laughs> gonna name you Kodo. You get a name too, Podo. Kodo and Podo. 
my friends. They would steal keys. They would break into rooms. They would take underwear from women. You know, all sorts of great things like that. And I think that's what I want. I want a couple ferrets to do my bidding. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. I want to see that written down somewhere. I feel like it's still not clear at this point whether or not that's a pornographic (laughs) film or not. (laughs) If it helps any, I was probably 10 when I saw it with my mother. So I don't think that does help. Joshua, outside of the ferrets, my bigger concern is what your bidding would be for ferrets. Well, that's pri- something's a private. I can't believe you'd ask such a question. <laughs> what happens between What's a gentleman happened? and his ferrets remains between a gentleman and his ferrets? Is that what you're suggesting? What is going on in the green room back there? <laughs> Just don't open the door. Uh, what about you two chaps? What would you have on your rider form? Wow, it's hard to beat two ferrets. Yeah, it's the ferrets are pretty good, but um, I've always believed that the best rider is is right there in the name, and you, you can just Winona. No, uh, wasn't she the one that stole a bunch of stuff? <laughs> yeah, she did. She yes. did. She's known yeah. for so much more than that, Matt Hoffman. So yeah, much well, more. That. That's sorry. This is I'm just showing my age here. Um, <laughs> no, I oh, I want gosh. to I want to. Uh, human being to ride around carry me around and announce my celebrity i think that would look fantastic I, that is great you know i don't know if you're going to take this the right way or the wrong way but i can easily imagine you riding around on the back of a human being matt well that's because i think <laughs> you've seen me do it is <laughs> or is that a different person yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've only seen it from the underneath oh god matt is known for being very very majestic and regal yeah. <laughs> i even had a saddle made You'd have to wear a sash of some sort. Yeah. Even had a saddle. Oh my gosh. Which, which is, which is great because if you think about it, a, it has to fit your own bum, but B, it has to fit the specific person you're riding. So do you have a specific person in mind that you'd be riding or would this be a universal saddle? I think it has to be universal. And just to be clear, Matt never said anything about riding around on the homeless. So when you said I had to fit your bum, I think you know that's a little harsh against our homeless friends. Oh god! Oh god! I can't take this guy anywhere. <laughs> it's a universal saddle. I feel like I need to be able. To, it's more about the lawlessness of it. Is that I can just pick a person at whim and then ride them off into the sunset <laughs> with zero repercussions. It sounds dark. Steve Hawley, uh, do you have anything that doesn't involve riding human beings? Man, after bum saddles and sunset. I like that. After bum saddles and ferrets, I think mine's seems <laughs> seems pretty tame. You know, really, I'm a I'm a simple man. You know, after the Winona Ryder comment, I feel like I should add to my rider that uh, I should get to a screening of Heather's before any appearance would be good. Oh yes. And then, you know, past that, again, I'm a really simple man. Uh, Rice Krispie treats, must have. And, you know, Mm. a foot rub before and and after. Ah. I know, Joshua, you're going to ask me who I'm requiring give the foot rub, and really it can be anybody. Wow. Yeah. Are you a ticklish? Even you, Joshua. Even even fellow celebrities. In my feet, not really. No. 
Oh, oh, that's a we'll, ju- we'll, we'll just leave it at that, won't we? <laughs> that was an open door, Steve Holly. Thank you for that. <laughs> Please, answers to questions at One Nation Under Whiskey. Where is Steve Holly ticklish, if not his feet? I'll tell you what, if your listeners offer up enough critical, uh, critical mass of, of questions your, your listeners want to know, then maybe, maybe we can answer that someday. Oh my gosh. Uh, listeners, we know that we ask you to write in all the time. Never until right now has it been more important that you write in to us to give us suggestions as to where Steve may be ticklish. Wow. Does Matt Hoffman know the answer to this? Uh, a tickler never tells, Jason. <laughs> You've spent enough time traveling around together. I wondered if it'd maybe come up in a conversation at one point. Oh, you know boy. what's alarming about this? I just realized that we're not just the four of us talking to each other, that there will be people listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind what's of alarming to me? Guess, holy smokes. <laughs> but you know, you, what's you know alarming what? to me is that we we managed to be worse than we were on the last time we were on a call. <laughs> 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 when we promised ourselves we wouldn't go there. Oh, you you made promises. I didn't say anything. But but you know what, Matt? The listeners are going to be listening to four celebrious celebrities. Absolutely overjoyed. That's right. This is a great opportunity for them. So, Joshua, what do you think of the whiskey? <laughs> what do what do I think of the whiskey? There's a four letter word that comes to mind, and, and that that word is love, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to see so, where this is going to go. Uh, no, I really like it. That's all. I don't know what you're expecting. Um, oh well. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I would I would describe it as sturdy. Sturdy. <laughs> I I think you could easily throw a saddle over it and ride it into the sunset. <laughs> I think your inspiration has been clear with this one, Matt. It really comes through. Yeah. Yeah. It's something so bright on the nose of it. Yeah. Would you like to hear the tasting notes from our uh, master blender, Shane Armstrong, who put this whiskey yeah. together? Absolutely. <clears throat> on the nose, relevant and influential. <laughs> on the palate, disruptive, paradigm-shifting, and suggestive. The commentary, when you drink this whiskey, think of yourself. Think of the ripples of influence lapping at formless social shores. Think about those ripples returning as waves washing your worries away, because you are liked. Wow. Wow. So your master blender is a poet. Indeed. He absolutely is. He's a celebrity poet, in fact. Gosh. What was his name again? Dylan Thomas? What was it? <laughs> uh, Shane Armstrong, but you're oh, close. Oh, Shane, Shane Armstrong. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, beautiful. It, 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 it is. And what I, it is definitely disruptive. <laughs> what I love about it is it is the second April Fool's Westland whiskey in a row that is downright delicious and drinkable. Yeah, it was uh, how much of you wants to go in the direction of... Um, of revisiting Inferno and uh, Bold Smooth. <laughs> what was the other undrinkable one? Oh yeah, Bold Smooth. Hey, yes. undrinkable. Come on now, Bold Smooth. <laughs> the whole point of Bold Smooth was that we fused together boldness and smoothness in a way that had never been achieved before, and in doing so, eliminated all of the flavor. That was the point. <laughs> 
get that obnoxious flavor out of there. It's like matter and antimatter. Absolutely. That's it. Yes. Uh, well, that's, that's where the fourth dimension came in. So, but you know, the real, the real trick of it is that we have so many people who come down for release day at the distillery and, as much fun as it is to uh, explain the bold smooth joke, we still like baking really good whiskey, <laughs> even on April first. <laughs> so we wanted to make sure that when people walked away, they got something delicious. And you know, celebrity whiskey is not about the liquid anyway, so it doesn't matter if it tastes like celebrity because celebrity tastes like whatever we want it to be. I, I will say, if this is what celebrity tastes like, I definitely want some because this. This really is delicious. You're, it's got that that Westland kind of spice, that black pepper quality going on in the nose. But what's that brightness? There's almost a fruitiness to it on the nose. Can you tell us anything about the makeup uh, of the, the liquid in the bottle? Sure. Even if it doesn't matter as much as celebrity? Yeah, the makeup in the bottle is actually pretty simple. It's just our um, standard five malt recipe where we use all the roasted malts. Um, going into virgin white oak for um, 48 months, I believe. It is then transferred into a tequila cask uh, for a finish mm. for eight months. And this is something that we have never released before. So it's actually very interesting for us to do this because um, we, we've only done a few of these casks out of the thousands we've made and we've never released one. Um, so I think part of it is the you know the brightness, the fruitiness comes from the Belgian yeast, like it always does. But one of the beautiful things about the Belgian yeast is that the way that it manifests that fruitiness is always so different depending upon the cast type that it's in there. What was the the inspiration behind tequila? Did you Celebrity. feel that that was a natural? <laughs> you know, even in asking the question, I knew the answer. <laughs> so so George Clooney had something to do with this then. Oh boy. Uh, no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't George Clooney have something to do with everything? He does. That's the I, I Aren't we all that, our yes. own George Clooney in some way? I have no clue. Me. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. That, I mean, that, I mean, that was that, that was bad. <laughs> Good thing you have editing power. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, he always keeps in the terrible dad jokes. That's the downside. With great power comes great responsibility that he does not use. <laughs> so, um, um, how, how many bottles are you revealing? How many bottles will be released to the distillery on April 1? There will be 206 bottles available uh, on Monday, April 1st, starting at 5 p.m. at the distillery only. Okay, very small outturn. 5 p.m. seems late for a release. It sounds like that's when normally you would all be going home. We never go home, Jason. It's a Monday, and we want people to be able to come by. It's uh, uh-huh. right after work. and um, Smart. I mean, even celebrities have to work occasionally. So, But we will <laughs> literally be rolling out the red carpet for all literally. our celebrious guests. Literally Amazing. rolling out the red carpet. Very, very excited for that. Can you, gents, think of, think of Oscars night or any other red carpet affair? Are you familiar with what's called a step and repeat, which is a new term to me, even though I've been a celebrity for quite a while. Um, that <laughs> backdrop, this is new one that backdrop where you stop and pose uh, for the cameras, yeah. it's, called a, it's called a step and repeat. And what's... Right. I've never heard that in my life. What's super fascinating is that um, you have to really deliver on your pose 
So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what everybody's poses are going to be. That's an art form in and of itself. Again, we're on video. I'd be happy to see what your step and repeat poses are. Let's take a look. Oh, mine, mine, is, mine is obvious. Well, and, and unfortunately, you can't see the full effect of it. Thank God. But it's definitely <laughs> a half turn looking at you over my shoulder. Oh, yes. With a glass. Gorgeous. Close to my face. Throwing a, throw a wink on there. <laughs> oh, gosh. My wife's not even home, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm not going to lie. I actually have a step and repeat in my bedroom uh, to, to practice oh. all these moves at, at, at any given time. Um, some people wake and meditate. You are you are a star, aren't you? Yeah, and and mine mine is more like a. That's what I like to do. I you know I, I do the double V's over the eyes. Whoa! As, as if I'm a slightly overweight superhero, kind of thing. What? <laughs> you? Wow! I wasn't expecting my breath to be taken away, and yet yes. it was. Star power, man. Uh, Steve, we've got you on video. Can we see your step and repeat? That's the thing, though. I wanted to say, you know, I really admire that, Joshua, because celebrity is something you need to cultivate over time. You know, it's not, you know, it's not something oh, you're just yeah. born with, right? You have to, you have to live it, breathe it. You know, it's it's Steve. It's like karate, <laughs> where you need to yeah. be practicing it at all times, <laughs> and uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I have my step in feet. <laughs> my pose. I I like how Matt's uh, called in, not videoed in, so he gets a free pass on this one. Yeah, that's convenient. Because, um, of course, he's probably got the best spe- yeah. uh, step and repeat pose. But for me, it's all about the pursing of the lips. Oh, oh, duck you know? face. Look at that. Oh, duck face. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. Wow. Oh, there are some <laughs> things you can't unsee. Oh, Wow, wow, right. please. <laughs> Will we start to see um, this? What's it called? <laughs> Wince and repeat. Wince and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be this podcast, I believe. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you're you're. It's a Sisyphean podcast. You're just doomed to repeat it for the the rest of eternity. <laughs> I'm really impressed by this tequila finishing with it. It really does add to the whiskey, which any finish should do. But the texture as well yeah. is massive on it. Wonderfully chewy, oily. Yeah, it's a fantastic drinker, even with all the fun of April 1st and with all the celebrity and with me celebrating myself here. Uh, this is easily a whiskey it, to celebrate oneself with. Hashtag. <laughs> it it seems to be a, a pretty low turnout for, or outturn, I should say, for... Um, not sure. An outturn for the cask was it? Was it a slightly smaller tequila cask? Was it a leaky cask? Are there secrets you don't want to tell us? Most most casks are are going to be somewhere between. If it's a if it's a what we call you know American Standard Bourbon size, that's two hundred liters, um, and then with evaporative loss, and you get some loss on transfer. Oh yeah. Um, when you do a finish. Um, that's usually what what'll do it. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yep, we get those questions thrown at us all the time. You know, if we if we finish something like, how did it go from X number of bottles to to Y number of bottles? And so, having fielded those questions, I don't know why I asked it. Yeah, one of the um, 
one of the interesting things about when you fill into New Oak, immediately you lose 5% of the volume that you put in there. So people people are familiar with the concept of uh, evaporative loss, you know, angel share, but they're not really familiar with exactly how much if you're going into a New Oak. You know, you'll lose 5% right away that you never get back. So wow. then when you transfer that out, there's going to be some line loss, you know, unless you're you're perfect with it. Um, then there's always some loss in the bottling line. So this just part of it. So when you're talking about virgin oak here, are we still talking about toasted staves, charred staves? Can you can you reveal any information about the the internal workings of the cask? Yeah, sure. It's um, like everything we do. It's a combination of toasting and charring. So this is what we call a Cooper's Reserve cast that Independent Stave puts together. So uh, that has a, a really long mm-hmm. toast. Um, like you typically see with uh, wine barrels, we have a really long, heavy toast and then a really brief char. So one of the things that that does is it keeps off the, um, you know, you don't have as much extraction because the char doesn't really provide any flavor. But what it does do, one of the secondary effects is it fractures the oak and it makes it easier for the spirit to kind of move in and out of the wood. And you get more extraction that way. So with a really minimal char... Um, you tend to get more of a kind of spirit forward uh, style of, of maturation, which is probably one of the reasons why you know you're tasting more of the fruitiness rather than it being excessively you know yeah. caramel heavy. Uh, that's exactly what we look for mm-hmm. in that type of cask. That's great. Given the texture of the whiskey, is the cask responsible for? Obviously, it's leaving the oils in your new make spirit. But is there something you're finding with your charring that allows that that promotes? that oil yeah i mean some of the oil you know lighter charring um should leave more should leave the texture of the whiskey alone a little bit i would say that probably most of it though if you know above and beyond you know you guys are familiar with our our maturation new american oak so if what you're finding is something that is above and beyond that you know don't underestimate the influence of of the tequila cask itself you know there's most of what's going to be trapped in the wood of a finish like that, especially for a spirit, you know, the, the alcohol and the water that were maturing in there, that stuff, you know, was dumped out and mostly evaporated. So what you've got left in the cask is, uh, you know, oils, essentially, a lot of those. So that's going to be pretty influential, too, I think. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Cool. Cheers. I love how this has, has turned incredibly serious and professional just on a dime yes yes indeed i just <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good to have that little meaty center with the, the frivolity on each end of it so. that's good <laughs> well i'm very much looking forward to the closing fr- frivolity <laughs> actually i'm a little worried about the closing frivolity if i'm being honest you pronounced excited wrong. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, stop recording, stop recording. <laughs> Obviously, you've become known for your, your April 1st releases, the the little commentary that they're able to make. Last year's um, Sport Dram was, was a phenomenal release and a, a phenomenal success. And every year I'm blown away by the, the, the new quality that you're putting into your April 1st <clears throat> release even with good humor, yeah. even with a laugh, well, even with the ability to, to take a look at the industry. Yeah, I think it's important that, you know, we do take whiskey making pretty seriously. You know, this is one of the fun things about doing these releases is that we are very serious about the whiskey we make. We put a lot of 
time and effort and thought into everything that we do, and we think that that is reflected in the quality of the liquid. Now, you know, there's another side to to us personally, which is which is the fun side, and we can use that to address the, you know, to us the the parts of the industry that um, need to be called out. You know, it's uh, we're we're trying to do something in this business, which um, many times feels like the polar opposite of what everybody else is trying to do. You know, we're trying to make something that is real and connected to, you know, where we're from and, and all of that. And, uh, this is a great way, a great fun way to tease the people that are going in a different direction would be the most polite way. I could say that. I don't know why I got polite all of a sudden. (laughs) <laughs> Very couth. You're a celebrity. You're allowed to yeah. say anything well, you want, man. A good, cele- a good celebrity is always couth. Yes. There's a positive takeaway from about celebrity. Yeah, we're more on the kind of classy George Clooney side, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we talked about. Uh, it before. all comes back to George Clooney. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Somewhere, George Clooney has an and assistant that is out listening to every podcast for the word George Clooney to pop yeah. up, and it's, this, this is going to get flagged, and he's going to listen to it. Well, yeah. George, if you want to buy us, we're we're welcome. We're all, we're all just here at your beck and call. George, your your people can send letters to Westland Distillery, care of Matt Hoffman, two nine three one, First Avenue South. Yeah. <laughs> and George, I loved you on ER. You were great. <laughs> I loved him on Roseanne. To be honest, he was on Roseanne. Oh my gosh, that's right. Oh yeah, he was the uh, the manager at the plant that no Roseanne kidding. worked at. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, it had a unibrow <laughs> and everything. Was that paint was that painted on <laughs> yeah. or was that something George had taken care of later? Like all things George Clooney was all natural. Okay. How do you know <laughs> I'm curious now to know how Jason is, is familiar weird? with what's natural yeah, on George that- Clooney and what's not. <laughs> I feel like that's the most uncomfortable part of this the, the whole of this whole podcast. So far. I don't know why, but it just uh, kind of gave me the chills a little bit. <laughs> Yeesh! My work here is done, gentlemen. It's been a very successful interview. Well, I know I, I, a sh- shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. Oh, yeah, I know please. that uh, you guys have it in your, on your screens in front of you, but if folks want to learn more. Celebriuswhiskey.com. That's whiskey with an E, of course, because we're in America. Uh, Celebriuswhiskey.com. You can learn all about how to be a celebrity and how to have your own whiskey. And and not that celebrities ever worry about money, but but what would a bottle cost uh, on release? Again, it'll be released on Monday. It's $100 a bottle at the distillery open. And by the time this podcast drops, it is sold out, I would assume. That's the idea. And if it hasn't, you should buy yeah, some. Yeah, when, when Steve says Monday, dear listeners, he meant he means the day before this episode went live, which is on the Tuesday. <laughs> so if you're hearing this now and you say, Ooh boy, I want a bottle, hashtag you're welcome. Hashtag I'm just reading hashtags off the thing you sent me. Um, hashtag check me. Hash- hashtag you're welcome is my one. Hashtag hurry up. Hashtag have some of Jason's. Oh, here's another one. Hashtag, hashtag. I like that. I just made that one up myself. <laughs> jo- Joshua, for next year, will sign you up as a writer for the team here. Oh, my gosh. On the, on the April Fool's oh, Project. Danger lies that way. It, it doesn't pay well. I'll tell you that now. 
Oh, I'm still <laughs> sad about the 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 offer that you guys gave me. I don't need, I don't know if you remember this, but I was in town. Both Jason and I were in town when you were doing the filming for Bold Smooth. And Jason left early, but I was still around. And you said, "Do you want do you want to be an extra in the film?" And and I couldn't do it cuz my sister I had to hang out with my sister. So I missed my one opportunity to be a true celebrity and be in the Bold Smooth you blew it. video. Imagine putting family before Bold Smooth. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a travesty. Rookie I don't know that that invitation will... It's not a very Bold Smooth attitude. No. That invitation will probably <laughs> never present itself again. Fuck. God damn but you can hope. We're not saying no, but we're not saying yes either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not saying it's you, but they're also not saying it's them. We're not saying it's you. We're also not saying it's not you. Just be happy we're not counting toy boats. Um, <laughs> on the count of three. Or Michael Hunt. <laughs> or Joshua, why don't, you, why, don't you estab- why don't you establish the pace you're looking for so we know what we're after? It, imagine you're... Okay, do this. Count Mississippis, if that's easier. I, I only do elephants <laughs> because Jason... Having grown up in Scotland, knows nothing of Mississippi. But he's heard of elephants before. Pink elephants, elephants, elephants all over the UK. Yeah. So, on the count of three, we will start counting up to ten Mississippi. Okay. And as you finish okay. the last eye of Mississippi, you start on the next number. There's no pause. Correct. I've okay. learned that over the years. No pause. Got it. Yeah, just just okay. as if you were counting how time worked, Jason. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. One, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, Wow. Jason and I were in lockstep. No, this so this is interesting because I, Steve, you sounded behind, and I thought Jason and I were in lockstep. <laughs> no, you were way behind, and and I thought you all sounded shit. <laughs> well, but that's true. So, 